When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, the greatest lie bikers, yes, bikers of all people, say about motorcycle clubs. I'm going to address that in this uh, segment right here. Usually with the biker news and stuff, I'll address that. But there's been so many people out there, so many people putting out uh, misinformation. It's time to clear it up. I never thought that bikers of all people would go out there and tell a bunch of lies about MCs. Let's be honest. Most of them people that went and got motorcycles at one time or another, they wanted to be in an MC. Even worse is you got creators that do some of this stuff. And one of the biggest lies the biggest lie that creators are trying to push on the general public is if the violence don't stop, the government's going to put an end to the motorcycle clubs. I say you're delusional. That has been said since the beginning of the 1960s. Here's the problem with a lot of these creators. They don't know their history. They pop on here and just want to go off and not verify anything they're saying. The cops have been busting bikers forever. And every time they think they've taken them down, clubs come back stronger as hell. And one of the things that people like saying is, well, we're going to become like Australia. You're showing your ignorance again. If the government had any chance of taking down a motorcycle club, it would have been during the Mongols patch case, which, yes, is in the, you know, the appeals process right now. But even the Ninth Circuit said that ain't happening. We got something called the Bill of Rights here. We got something that is called the First Amendment, which the jury might have found the Mongols responsible. But the judge said, no, you're not taking that patch because you're opening up a whole can of worms. They do something like that to bikers or clubs in this incident. They're going to do it to other organizations like the Elks or something like that if they have people getting busted. So to go ahead and parrot something like that is actually pretty unbelievable to me. Since the 60s, again, that's been said. And every decade upon decade upon decade, same old stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of technology out there that can get you hemmed up in a heartbeat. 
A lot of people say brotherhood don't exist anymore. I call BS. You know what the problem with a lot of people is? They want to be something, but they don't want to take the steps to actually do it. And I find that a lot, and I call them super supporters. See, me and Dibs were having this conversation on the second half of the show yesterday. Super supporters, they want to dress up in a club's colors. I'm talking head to toe, man. But they don't actually want to take the step. Then it's these same people, if an incident does go down, say, I reported in Biker News. You can look at the comments of how these people act in the comments. Well, screw this club, screw that club, F them, F them, down with them. It's amazing how much I can keep going on when it comes to that stuff. And it's like, dude, you're a supporter. You're a super supporter. You didn't want to take the next step. So why are you out there talking on behalf of that club? You shouldn't be. It's not your job to. You're not even one of them. And let's remember supporters, clubs, they're not going to back your ass because you're not a member. But when you have creators going out there and saying, well, you know, the tradition used to be, you know, we weren't this or we weren't patch, please shut up, stupid. That's what I got to say to you. You don't know your history. The patch police stuff is something that's wide on the Internet. But people don't understand why that happens. You know, the cops have been after clubs forever. And one thing that a lot of these clubs that wear diamonds that have the history behind them know is the first thing that's going to happen with John Q. Citizen, if somebody pulls up in a patch and gets into something stupid with the civilian, the cops are going to run straight to them and put headaches on them. But nobody's going to tell you about that. No, they're going to say, well, we got a constitutional right. No, you don't. You might have a constitutional right as a regular civilian, but you're not in the scene. And the scene has its own traditions. They don't want to tell you that. They don't want to tell you, hey, you're the one who chose to get into this scene. There are rules just like anybody else, man. Any other subculture has its tradition and its rules. You do see a lot of people that just pop stuff up and they're going to use the excuse. Well, that's what happened with them. They didn't prospect you dummies. Going back to history. Do you know why they're called outlaw clubs? Because they used to be race teams and they used to hold events outside the AMA. And you can guarantee they had to do something to get in to those race teams, some kind of prospect and period, whatever. That's the way everything works. So when you try to use that excuse, that's moronic. Or if you try to use some of the popular guys out there. Well, he didn't do that. 
come on. Really, come on. With the stupid stuff and pushing that all over people. If you're to talk about it, be real. Don't be some lame ass that wants to follow everybody else because it's cool. Outlaw clubs. Man, is that thrown around all over the place. You know what it is? It's basically somebody who doesn't want to live by somebody else's rules. They want to live a free life on their own terms. But society calls them outlaws for doing that because they don't conform. You see a lot of these people out there bashing clubs and bikers. Well, why don't they grow up? Why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? Why don't you shut up and go ask them? Don't be that keyboard commando crap, man. If you feel so strongly, go ask them. Go state your position. You're such a badass. Go state that position to them. The whole image of Harley Davidson was built on these guys. And you have rubbers or whatever you want to call them, enthusiasts that want to dress outlaw, but you don't want to put the work in. You want to be the one that goes off into the corner and scare a civilian. And that's all you can do. But God forbid you get into something real. God forbid that. But you'll go out and be a super supporter on it, won't you? But that is the biggest lie around. That the MC is going to die if we don't change and come together. That shows up, shows us that you absolutely know nothing. Like me and Dibber was saying, we can tell who's in a club and not just by the way you talk, the terms that you use. No, the club scene ain't going nowhere. If anything, it's going to grow even more. You know what? They always had a saying that any advertising, whether good or bad, is good. That's just the same thing that happens every time you see something bad happening in the scene. You gain more people. It's a fact. Any publicity is good. And you see the ranks of a lot of these clubs skyrocket, especially after the FBI or the federal government gets involved in taking some people down. And you know what? Not even 1% of the crime that's committed is done by clubs. You have more cops out there that do more crap than you would one percenters. How many are locked up if you have, you have to ask yourself? How many diamonds are locked up? Not many. Now compare that to the cops. How many of them are locked up? Many. Many. So I think it's time to get it straight and stop telling this lie that if people don't come together, everything's going to disappear because that's just ignorant. And creators, if you're putting out that crap, you're ignorant.
because you're going to say, well, they're profiling us. You know what? It is actually not as bad today as it used to be where they would take your ass off a bike and bury your face in the mud. Or do you even know where clubhouses came from? Why clubs get them? It's because they were getting profiled so much during the 60s and 70s just going to a bar. It was better just to get your own place and not to have to deal with it. So learn your history before you go out talking this smack about how clubs are going to die if they don't come together. Give me a break with that crap, man. Anyway, let me know what you think in the comment section. It's going to be a good discussion right there. And, of course, I'm not take, talking about one creator or another, so you take that shit out of here. Yeah, there's some that's notable that talk that crap, but it's a fantasy. If the government was going to knock clubs off, it would have been during that patch case. But people don't use their brain, obviously. Anyway, we're going to be right back with the second half of the show China Dow is going to be joining us. The Morning Madhouse over on YouTube or www.motorcyclemadhouse.com. You gotta listen to it live, baby. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? Welcome to the show. We got hump day Wednesday, man. I want to uh, say thanks out to Tommy for that donation on the last segment. 20 bucks, you rock and roll, man. What did you guys think about that segment, man? Don't you get tired of all these creators pushing this gloom and doom bullshit and half of them haven't even been around for a year? It's just a uh, sad state of affairs. What's more sad state of affairs is these uh, idiots out there listening to the pricks. Anyway, we're going to be talking about uh, questions to ask someone when you want to get to know them. And what a topic China Doll actually picked out. And it's something that actually goes with what I was just talking about. You have to make sure you do check somebody out when you're taking their information especially these new ones man you're seeing all these guys pop up on the internet trying to give all kinds of fucking advice and they haven't been around or you got these ai videos happening right now they're just getting a bunch of footage and then having you know text to speech and people watch that crap because we can track that kind of stuff but questions it's very important because a lot of people don't know how to do it anymore no. people don't know how to question others nope they have no idea they just ask the basics what do you do for a living 
but oh. they don't get to know somebody. They don't watch. A lot of people don't watch body uh body language. Language. They don't. Don't you hate them type of people that stare into the abyss when you're talking to them? Well, yeah, the ones that aren't looking you in the eye and they're looking past you. It's like, what the hell is there a fucking? Uh, oh, wait a second, wait a second. I forgot about this. What? This might apply to China now. Oh, geez, what? She got shite on. Oh God! She up. got shit on by my pitbull. <laughs> what does you know? What I love Sharted. my I love my pitbull. The hell's that got to do with anything? It has to do with a lot. No, it don't. You didn't know body language. <laughs> <laughs> she let out a fart and let out a squirt. Yeah. She's an older dog. Right on my freaking arm. My dog shit on her. I love it. <laughs> Two nights ago. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm like. All women need to be shit on. I'm like, what the hell was that? She sleeps with me, okay? Not fun. This dog has the worst gas ever. I'm telling Next you, man. Next thing you know it, she didn't fart. We she got sharted. Teresa and Penguin in the house, man. We're going to be seeing uh, Teresa Saturday. Yay. Your Bud Light. Bud Light. And Penguin. But I do. I, uh, I think every woman should be shit on. No. It was gross. I, like, nearly threw up on my own bed. It happens. It was nasty. It I'm like, really? She still looks at me like she's sorry. <laughs> but anyway, going back to this conversation here. What? Because you get boring once in a while. You're the it? one that brought it up. Yeah, but you get boring. Yeah, anyway. Well, what else is new? Why do people have to look past somebody? Because they're disrespectful. To me, that's a red flag. Well, it's two signs. It's a sign of disrespect and a sign of they're possibly lying. Body language is important. Yep. Especially when discussing really important subjects. Yeah. Really important subjects. You've got to be on the watch out for that. Well, yeah, you got those that like to shift around in their seat. Fiddle with stuff on like if you're at a table, fiddle with stuff on the table. Playing with the salt, whatever. You know, I'm going to bring up a topic because this is going to be our main topic later on the show. Big Boneyard. Uh, last night I checked it out. And my ass hairs burn a lot. Okay. My ass hairs. I'm going to leave that They alone. really burn <laughs> when you bring up Nazis. See, I look at it at a different angle than a lot of people. Do you understand, you freaks? that support the Nazi ideology that them son of a bitches, that regime killed, tortured, murdered American soldiers. You're an American, right? You jackasses that support this stuff. So why would you support a Nazi ideology, a regime that, did that stuff to our soldiers. It took 60 million people to die in World War II to get that son of a bitch before he finally cowardly shot himself. 60 million people. But you have these boneheads, skinheads, running around with this how Hitler bullshit. Are you stupid? What do you think about that? I think they need to be strung up. It's they ru they ruined the swastika because the swastika you did research on it. Yeah, they were. It goes back to Hinduism. It goes way back to Buddhists, and 
way before Hitler basically took claim to fame of the swastika. I mean, it, and by the way, the bikers, it means something totally different. And people always just assume when you have one that that is the only reason why you have one is because of Hitler. Now, so far, I'm going to do something for people. Uh oh, what you going to do? You know, because I have people that call me racist and stuff because I got a Swazi on my arm. And your hand. And my hand. But here it is. I'm going to give you a little thing here. This arm is the one with the Nazi shit on it. But if you look, there's a Marine Corps. Then there is a ghost with a Swazi. And then a captain. But what people don't look at is the tank behind it that signifies world war ii because it was a, actually a tattoo in honor of my brother who was a marine yeah then it has the raising of the flag on okinawa yep then under that it has an eagle tearing up the ussr flag yep it's a storyline yeah but they see nazi they just look right at that symbol but they don't look at what it is. They don't look at the full thing. That was the battle of World War II. And then on my thumb, I have a Swazi, yep. but it has flames behind it. Yeah. Signifying burn them fuckers up. Mm -hmm. I bet you I bet a lot of people didn't know that because they don't actually take the time. No, because they just pinpoint one specific thing and judge a judge that tattoo in its own instead of looking at it as a whole so it's kind of unfortunate and you know what i think the adl is involved there is a hashtag boycott adl i do not believe one bit in them cocksucking uh you know anti-definition definition league although they would want to do a censor stuff you know, it's funny how they were talking about Nazis. Next thing you know, there's Nazis showing up at Disney World. Come on with that false flag bullshit. But it does irritate me that, and that irritates me about you a lot is because you don't know history and it makes you look ignorant on subjects when they're talked about. Yeah, I don't, I was never good in history. It, it, I don't know. I couldn't for an American citizen. And this is one thing that has to do with bikers. If you didn't know the reason why nobody likes Jap bikes back then or German bikes is because they were the access and they just came back from World War II. So they're not going to support them. That's why you've seen a lot of bikers riding English bikes. They were riding American bikes. That's why you couldn't have a Japanese bike or a German bike at the time. That lasted all the way up to hell, the early 2000s, before everybody just said, screw it, because they lost touch with their history. Why the hell would you want to buy a BMW or a Mercedes because of what they did during World War II? And a lot of people say, well, we should forget that. The hell, screw you. And that's why when I talked to that lawyer, see, didn't I have him uh, dancing? Yeah, a lot. He was a dancing fool with me. A lot. When I said, you know, because we are going through the war thing, and a lot of the vets that I talked to after that show agreed 100%. They said we could have won in Afghanistan in three months 
if we really wanted to do it. I believe war is war. You kill them before they kill you. And then when I asked them about dropping the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Hiroshima. Whatever. I may not know history, but I can pronunciate things. There you go. <laughs> you got me, uh, you know, you're my dictionary. All right, cool. He said we shouldn't have done it, but they had estimates that a million U.S. soldiers would die if they attacked that mainland. You're damn right. It's like, wipe their asses out before us. But I just find it funny, and I think it was a great subject with uh, Big Boneyard about that stuff. A lot of bikers don't wear that Swazi for that support. They wear it to keep your ass away from people. And a lot of people, well, bikers are racist because they wear Nazi symbols. Go tell that to the Chingalangs. They got a fucking Nazi on their back. And they're mostly black and Puerto Ricans. <laughs> so they prejudice against themselves? Yeah. That means they are. It just don't make no sense. Or people would say that. Uh, road rage. There was an idiot trying to go around in the punk scene and remove anti-Nazi patches because it was uh, has a Swazi. The Swazi had a circle and a slash through it. Bad idea to remove an anti-Nazi patch. That's how ignorant people are. They think they're doing a favor by taking that patch where it's basically saying fuck Nazis. Have you ever understood why people did that Howl Hitler bullshit? No, I don't. We actually knew somebody years back that used to do that. That used to do it, and we wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's like, dude, you know what? You're a cool guy, but you're rid of that fucking ideology. It ain't cool. And their faces, when you tell them, 60 million people died during that time period. You know, a lot of people talk about uh, the Holocaust, 6 million people that were Jewish. There was a lot more than that. They were killing Russians, gypsies, the mentally retarded. That's not PC. They, that's what they were doing. They only focus on the one thing, but not the whole war, at, you know, in whole. They got to look at the bigger picture when it comes to a lot of stuff like that, because how many times you got to be taught don't judge a book by its cover, which means if you see that Nazi symbol on a patch or a tattoo or whatever, it's not going to most likely it's not going to be the meaning you think it is. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you got a question, you should ask it instead of just assuming. It's kind of ignorant. It is. I like Mark Bolton if you want to learn your history of World War II. Yeah. That's the guy to go to on YouTube. I mean, I've never been a history buff ever since way back when, but if I got to figure something out, I'll look it up and do my research on it. Until then, I'll just sometimes look stupid. I'm going to give a little history more here. Uh-oh. Because it's escalating in Europe right now with this Ukraine bullshit. And you have our politicians out there saying, well, we got to kill or we got to take over to he's a brooder murderer, Putin. Now, before that started, Putin said, we're not going to go into war 
if you stop your advancement towards our borders. What a lot of people don't understand about the old Soviet Union is they don't want nobody near them. Do you know why they don't want nobody near their borders that are hostile? Why? Total civilian and military deaths. 24 million people. That's how much they lost. They lost more people in World War II than the rest of us combined. 24 million. Do you think you want somebody that's hostile near you then? Nope, not at all. Keep them out. You don't want nobody near your border. That's just like saying during the Cuban Missile Crisis, the closest we ever came to nuclear war, because the Soviets put missiles in Cuba that can hit Florida in a couple minutes. That's just like that. Why is it right for us? And I'm going to be playing devil's advocate. Why is it right for us to do that to them? But when it comes to us, oh, shit. No. You're, you know what? You're the ones that started this war in Ukraine. You had your way out. All they wanted was don't come near our borders. 24 million. Now, you want to know some of the other uh, allies lost? Uh, the UK lost, and then this is civilian and military, 450,000. The Americans lost 418,000. Those numbers seem minuscule to 24 million, don't it? Yeah. I'm getting a history lesson. You're getting a history lesson here. And again, we got our main topic coming up, but this has just come up because of the show that Big Bone did. And all the European countries, all of them, lost a ton of people. The Yugoslavians, they lost 1 million. China, 20 million with the Japanese invasion. It's a lot of people. So for these cocksuckers to go out there and support a Nazi agenda, are you kidding me? I really don't understand why anybody would want to support something in that aspect. I mean, look at everything that Hitler did. Just, I mean, I may, I may, I may be ignorant when it comes to history, but I mean, I know what he did. Well, let's put it in another uh, type of deal here. What? Our southern border is being overran right now, and they're letting it happen. Beyond belief. And all the Fed and all that's coming over that border and killing American citizens. That should be a war declaration there. Mexico ain't doing nothing. It should be a declare war on Mexico. With how many people are dying. But because we have these globalist pricks. All these so-called business people and see Democratic and Republican are the same on this. They want the cheap labor. I'd rather pay, you know, they're saying I'd rather pay a Mexican, you know, two dollars an hour compared to an American minimum wage of 18, 19 an hour. So let's just let them over the border. 
then we are taxed as civilians of paying for all the shit because they can't afford to live here. But the most important thing is we don't care about our border. Mm -mm. Even though our people are dying. Yeah, I was just going to ask you a question here, Mr. Hollywood, since you're the history buff. Why does it seem that the U.S. can't control their borders, but other countries can? Because you got corruption in this country. It's all about money. But isn't there corruption in other countries No, as well? this is all about or money we, here. Or are we just the, the biggest known for corruption? It has to do with money, like I just said. You want to get cheap labor. So let's bring anybody and everybody in. Or... We know they're going to move into a big city and we're going to have their votes. That's why they do it. The Democratic Party is the most corrupt party in the history of the country. I believe it should be outright banned if it was up to me. If I took power, I'd ban them all right away because they're corrupt. They're no good. You know, you can have Joe Biden getting a bag full of money on video getting bribed and not one of them pricks would in, uh, vote to impeach him. Speaking of Joe Biden, I have a news story about him today. Oh, he pissed me off about he was uh, giving that uh, that hero a medal of honor and he walked right out of the ceremony. Thanks for ruining my news story. Go ahead and read this one. We got to hear it. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for ruining my news story. Go ahead. President Biden was accused of being disrespectful after he quickly exited the East Room of the White House before the conclusion of the Medal of Honor ceremony honoring a Vietnam War veteran on Tuesday. Biden, 80, abruptly left after fastening the nation's highest military decoration around the neck of retired Army Captain Larry Taylor, 81, before, close, before the closing benediction was read by Captain Brig General William Green Jr. Mm -hmm. Military veterans slammed Biden afterward, arguing that the commander-in-chief showed a startling lack of respect. Pardon my French, but what an effing idiot. The continuous lack of respect Biden has for anyone is appalling. Hawaii, service members, active shooter victims, and the list goes on. Former Navy SEAL and podcast host Sean Ryan tweeted. And listen to this citation. First Lieutenant Larry L. Taylor, United States Army, for gallantry and intrepidity. Uh, at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, First Lieutenant Larry L. Taylor distinguished himself by acts of gallantry uh, above and beyond the call of duty while serving with Troop Delta, 1st Squadron, 4th Cavalry, 1st Infantry Division on June 18, 1968, near the village of Op Gokan, Republic of Vietnam, on this date, First Lieutenant Taylor commanded a light fire team of two Cobra helicopter gunships scheduled on a nighttime mission in response to an urgent call for aerial fire support from a four-man long-range patrol team. Upon arrival, First Lieutenant Taylor found the patrol team surrounded and heavily engaged by a larger Viet Cong force. 
He immediately requested illumination rounds and support artillery to assist with identifying the enemy positions. Despite intense enemy gun uh, ground fire, he flew at a perilously low altitude, placing a devastating <laughs> volume of aerial rocket and machine gun fire on the enemy forces encircling the friendly patrol. Again, this is the guy Biden walked out on, by the way. For approximately 45 minutes, First Lieutenant Taylor and his wingman continued to make low-level, danger-close attack runs on the surrounding enemy positions. When enemy fire increased from the village of Kong, he requested artillery rounds with lower illumination altitudes be fired on that portion of the village so that burning rounds ignited the enemy positions. With both Cobra gunships nearly out of ammunition and enemies still closing in on the patrol team, First Lieutenant Taylor flew the patrol team's potential ground evacuation route, uh, found in it, finding it viable, unviable, based on the heavy gunfire. Returning to the patrol team's location, he continued to uh, circle it at a low level under intense enemy fire, employing a searchlight to make fake gun rounds. Unbelievable. This is who he walked out on. Well, Representative Wesley Hunt, a Republican from Texas and Army veteran, said on Twitter, slash X, whatever you want to call it now, at least he didn't check his watch this time. And do you know what he's referring to there? He is referring to when Biden appeared to glance at his timepiece during the the ceremony for the 13 U.S. troops killed in August of 2021. 13. The 13 that were killed. I guess during that ceremony, he looked at his watch. Some question whether Biden Biden's sudden departure was pre-planned or another case of the doddering leader being unsure of where to go. This is a Medal of Honor recipient, the highest honor in our land, and he walks out on him. People think that this guy is so self-absorbed, he makes blunders like this. God, this man is a massive embarrassment to our nation. Gun owner of America, state director for Indiana, Tim Harmson. But you know what's even worse? Hmm. You had 60% of Democrats say they don't want him to run again. You have a potential matchup of Trump and Biden again. The Democrats can't stand him, but they'll say when asked during this poll who you're going to vote for, Biden. Can you believe unbelievably stupid? The problems we're having in this country right now is because of them kind of people. Yeah, but you know what's sad? The White House official video of the ceremony, the feed cuts just after Biden leaves the East Room, also ignoring the chaplain's benediction. Of course it cuts. And you got gumps out there that buy these people's propaganda. Well, you know, he gives me my government cheese, so I ain't going to make waves. Worthless people. It's pathetic. But to walk out on a guy like that. I mean, I think I think people now and he was probably one of them cocksuckers that draft dodged. I, 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 I can bet that the people in the U.S. can make a list 
that is going to be longer of Biden's screw ups than what Biden's done good for this country. What has he done good? I don't know, to be honest. Oh, he he forgave a thousand dollars of our daughter's student loan. Oh, that's all. Nothing that I can uh, count for. <laughs> I mean, uh, how do you like them gas prices right now? Yeah, they're like every time one of them prick Democrats get in office, it goes through the roof. Yeah, it's over four bucks. How do you honestly feel about people on government cheese that? vote for them over and over again generations after generations because that's all they want out of them and they can't see that they're being manipulated i think people need to open their eyes to the bigger picture because of the fact that you're being blinded by your own stupidity you know stop worrying about taking advantage of the system and worry about what this country's going to turn into because so far it's turning into shit and then you know the next election it could go downhill even more do you do you think if this cocksucker is uh, reelected i personally don't think we're he'll fucked, get, aren't i personally we? don't think he'll get reelected but you might end up with another dumbass well you know if it's a, <laughs> see that's why i don't want a trump biden rematch if it's a Trump-Biden rematch, we can already tell which way that's going to go. Because they're going to cheat like their asses. It's going to end up being Biden again. And can America take another four years of this shit? He ain't going to make it through another term. He's going to croak. And then what? We're stuck with that bitch? And she's like a piece of work, isn't she? So what is wrong with people? I think everybody that's registered to vote needs to make sure that this presidential election, they actually vote. And your vote counts. You know what I mean, you should I mean, do is just stick around the polling areas and watch the cocksuckers. I mean, it'll be my first presidential election that I'm actually going to vote for. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm going to have to take a picture of myself. <laughs> but more importantly, you've got to watch them polls this time around. Well, I'm going to do just like I did last time, even though I wasn't able to vote because I wasn't registered for the Trump Biden. By the time I was, you know, able to register, it was kind of too late. So I'm going to do my due diligence just like I did during that election and do all my research. Well, you know, what's funny. Everybody likes Trump's policy, but they don't like Trump. And I have to agree. He's a prick. He lies. Well, I don't like Trump or Biden, so I got to find somebody else. I'm hoping Joe Manchin runs third party because at least if somebody runs third party, Democrats won't win. Got to get them out of there, man. They're, when you have a guy who is a hardcore Democrat saying the Democratic Party is worth a shit now, Joe Manchin said that. You have problems, people. You have a choice in this election of either communism or the American way. That's what you have. That's your choice. It has nothing to do with any of the issues. It's communism or you like being American. But I can't believe he walked away from that guy. I think it's pathetic, and he's been doing a lot of screw-ups like that. Graduation ceremonies, walking past the podium, tripping, <laughs> falling. I mean, come on. Do, does everybody really want somebody like that in office? You're going to tell me that guy got that, that not, for, 90-something million votes. Shut the hell up. For all we know, he wears his shoes backwards. I mean, come on. He probably can't even dress himself. What else we got in the news? I can't stand talking about that freak. I, uh, <laughs> I I really don't like him. 
I think he's a detriment to this country. I think he's screwing it up on purpose. And I think he's a corrupt bastard. But again, you Democrats and vote for him. It shows how intelligent you people are. Well, in Shelburne, Massachusetts, Shelburne Falls, Massachusetts, a former Marine from Shelburne Falls was arrested for allegedly stealing benefit payments from the VA. According to wait a second, read that again. A former Marine was arrested for allegedly stealing benefit payments from the Department of Veterans Affairs. He's a veteran. He deserves to get his. Okay, but you got to hear why he's being accused. Go ahead. According to the Department of Justice, 52-year-old Paul John Hubert was arrested Friday, indicted in federal court in Springfield on one count of theft of government money and one count of making false statements. According to the court documents from January 1st, 2010 to March 11th, 2023, Herbert stole more than 344000 in veteran disability benefits. In addition, on October 24th, 2018, he allegedly submitted an application for a Purple Heart Award to, to the United States Marine Corps through his local congressman in which Herbert falsely stated that he suffered injuries, including traumatic brain injury from a roadside explosion that while he was deployed in northern Iraq, mm. he lied. And According that, to them. Huh? According to them. It didn't happen. So, okay, go ahead. If convicted, Herbert faces up to 10 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a fine of 250000 or twice the gross gain or loss, whichever is greater for the theft of the government money. The charge of making... Now, if you're false value, yeah, that's bullshit. But if I was thinking, oh, well, you stole a couple thousand. Go for it. The charge of making a false statement provides a sentence up to five years in prison, three years supervised release, and a fine of another 250 or twice the gross gain or loss, whichever is greater. Mr. Hubert's alleged, alleged conduct is an effort to, is an affront to every veteran who has sacrificed to earn the honor of the Purple Heart and who is deserving of the disability benefits. According to the indictment, he he not only stole tens of thousands of dollars in disability benefits that were supposed to be used to help veterans in need, but he also falsely claimed to have suffered a traumatic brain injury during his deployment yeah. in an effort to receive the Purple Heart he didn't deserve. Well, that in itself uh, is messed up. I was thinking that he was stealing money. <laughs> he was claiming valor where there was none. Yeah, that's bullshit. So what else we got? So basically, he lied. Did yeah, he lied. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hello, little froggy. Yes, I'm lonely. Whoa. W M M R D B Rockford. So I would like everybody's opinion on this here. And this is happening throughout the United States, but we're just going to base it specifically on this story right now. Philip Merritt dementia is so advanced that he lost the ability to speak. But with the help of his cellmates 
at Western Illinois Correctional Center, the 71-year-old still manages to get on the phone with his brother every few weeks. Right. He has <clears throat> he has to have someone call me, and I don't know what to say to him because he can't understand anything, so I just talk, according to his brother, Michael. Mm, right. In an interview, all he can say is, Two words. I mean, he is just gone. Merritt's deterioration, uh, deteriorating condition makes him a prime candidate to get out of prison under the Joe Coleman Medical Release Act, which was he, a criminal justice reform bill by Governor J.B. Pritzker and the Illinois Democrats as an effective way to alleviate the state's uh, prison health. Do you think he deserves system. to get out, or uh, when they say life in prison, he dies there? I think you die there. If you killed somebody, but here's also the other turn, the other toss of that coin. We're paying for all his health care, and he's you know Alzheimer dementia and can't even use the bathroom on his own. Not our problem. He was sentenced to life in prison. I'm just saying. They say he falls under the CARE Act and prisoners can request early release if they are terminally ill and expect to die within 18 months or if they're medically incapacitated, uh, incapacitated and need help more than one activity of living, such as eating or using the bathroom, which he, well, needs, let me help. Ask you, he needs help with all of it. What if your family member was killed? Would you want them to get out? Honestly, no. There you go. That should that should be the way that his victims should feel. I don't care. If I mean, he's I freaking... see. I mean, I see where his brother is coming from. That he does qualify for whatever this new reform is that Pritzker dealt with. But right. I don't think so. I don't think he deserves to get out. I guess more than half of uh, the 94 applicants that are older than 60, 60 have spent at least 15 years behind bars, according to the prison data. And at least two died in prison, uh, including an 81-year-old who had been incarcerated for more than three decades and was scheduled to be released in 2025. His problem, not ours. Uh, well, let's go to the main subject here. Okay. Questions to ask someone when you want to get to know them. Now, these are specific questions that you might want to ask somebody. And you have a list here. Yeah. What do you I mean? Got? A lot of people might say that they're, they're, these are dumb. By the questions. way, we got members only coming up. It's going to be about what do you consider success? Um, the first question would be when you're, when you're talking to somebody new is what was your childhood like? See, I don't know if that's something you ask somebody when you first meet them though. Well, it's not so much. I guess you would probably not do it on the first meeting, but I get, you know, a person's past is a lot of person people's past are based on what their childhood was like. Yeah, but is that something you want to get into? You might. With somebody you just met? You might. I think it's just way too personal and pushy. Mm. 
Maybe I if think you, maybe I, if you've known the person a little bit, but probably not, you know, not somebody the, say not the first date or not the first time you meet them, you know, after, you know, a few weeks, months, whatever. That's when you would pop a question like that. Yeah. Because personally, if somebody asked me that, I punch him in the mouth. You're like, what the hell you want to know about my child? What are you, for? cop? That'd be the first <laughs> thing out of my mouth. I'm real picky about what people ask me when they first meet me. I am. Now, you, you've seen that in action. Yeah. Where I actually said, what are you fucking stupid asking me that? Now, how would you react? And if you met somebody and, you know, you, you let's say let's say you've known these people who are whoever speaking with you for like three months. Okay? OK, 90 days, 90 days. They got they got past the 90 day, you know, wait period to be your friend. <laughs> I want you to be my friend. Can we be friends? <gasps> Don't block me on Facebook. If you knew tomorrow would be your last day on earth, how would you spend it? I spend with my family. That's exactly what I do. I wouldn't go out there like some of these other people. Oh, I'd party it up. No, I want to be with my kids and my wife, even though she's the biggest cunt in the world. I still want to be with my wife. Uh, uh, you're so sweet. What about you? Um, I would personally, I think there's like maybe one or two things. You know what? The, don't you agree with Rich, though? Uh, the first question he would ask a girl is if they had a penis. That, you know, and now that it, is a need to know. <laughs> nowadays, you got to make sure, man. You got to make sure nowadays. <laughs> that is a need to know. Yeah, I think that might be. <laughs> Are you strictly dickly? No, <laughs> I would. You, you know, know what? Hand of, uh, Hand of Chaos actually brought up a good one here. Ask about things they seem proud of to see if they brag or display humility. That I agree with. And I think the other thing you got to think about, too, is uh, when in conversation, do they base the whole conversation solely on themselves or the, do they ask questions of you in return? Don't you hate that when people do that shit? Yes. They just talk about themselves. It's like, dude, you're not that interesting. <laughs> it's like you start yawning like, wow, this conversation just went there. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> so if I if I was if if tomorrow was my last day on Earth, how would I spend it? Well, of course, with family. But I think one of the other things I would do is I would let go of all my grudges. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, I would let go of it. Not saying I would 100% forgive people, but <laughs> well, you're gonna be dead anyway, so it's might as well just. You let might it as go. well just let it go. I mean, you don't want to go with the I, guilt. I, I want to go with a clean conscience. Yeah, you don't want to go with guilt. Yeah, I want to. I want a clear conscience. So. So that's a question you would ask somebody, just in a conversation. Yeah. Why not? That's just like asking somebody if you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? Well, first of all, I actually, it was pretty cool, uh, this YouTube video. Guy won, like, uh, $10 million in the lottery. He didn't tell his family because his, you know, his sister was a druggie. His mom just would bash him and not want to do, you know, just plain old mean. And when he met a woman, he didn't tell her either. He kept his job, everything. Till they got married before he told the truth. 
isn't that awful that you have to hide something like that because the first thing people do is come for you uh, for the money instead of saying oh i'm happy for you no you got ten thousand dollars i can borrow and never pay back all right i'll just take half first thing <laughs> that comes up I don't blame is him. the money. I don't blame him for not saying anything. That's kind of you're funny. damn right, man. I don't I don't think if I want anything, I tell you. Hell no, man. I'd be going to get myself a freaking apartment in the Bahamas. Where did Hollywood go? I'll call you from the Bahamas, motherfucker. <laughs> you're terrible. <laughs> Bye, Hollywood. Bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living it up with a couple blondes down here. You're stupid. Ones that have long hair. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> You're fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Great. <laughs> 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here. We're going to put the skitties in your island, wickers, you plonker. Do you know what he's saying? WMMRDB Rockford. Question for our guys before we keep on going on uh, with China Dow's thing here. Do you think women should have long hair, meaning uh, shoulder length and down, or short hair that looks like a clown? Let me know. Anyway, what is another thing that we want to ask someone? Well, if you really want to open up interesting conversation, why not ask about past accomplishments or past, past accomplishments that they're most proud of? You know what? That That is a good thing because it can lean into other conversation, other conversations mm -hmm. if they're actually stuck up or just want to keep talking about themselves. Yeah, because once you give them the opportunity, you open that door. That's what they do. It's like opening up Pandora's box. <laughs> so not paying attention to me, but whatever. Yeah, because I'm watching all the comments. Long hair. Always long. Damn, Hollywood proves a point all the time. I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. What accomplishments should they tell you? Success stories. Meaning at work or family yeah. life? Yeah. Something successful. I mean, you know, like you just got to highlight that dirty knobs long upstairs, zero downstairs. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe uh, your brother or sister, you know, maybe they just had a baby. I mean, it may oh, not that's be a joyous event. It, it right may there. not be your accomplishment, but you're probably proud to be, you know, an aunt or an uncle. So why would you not want to, hey, yeah, by the way. Oh, yeah, you would want to go out there and tell everybody about it, I think. I mean, that's that's something good. Or, yeah, well, you know, like my sister's getting married this weekend. I'm very proud of her and blah, blah, blah. Or you just got a promotion at your job. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Jason, most women who <laughs> shave their heads have major attitude problems and issues. Shut up, Jason. <laughs> 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 i mean if you want i could just shave it all off and call it a freaking day <laughs> regrow it anyway nope what's another one 
Um, a fabulous question for learning about someone's interests and passions is what makes you feel alive? Damn, that is a very good question. I mean, I think it's pretty intense. To me, I feel alive when I'm behind the mic. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. You feel like yourself, feel like a, you know. Well, no, when you're behind a mic and you don't have any censorship stuff like on FM, AM. Yeah. It's just a beautiful thing. And it's bad. And you get and, to and interact it, with everybody. And it's fun. Well, it's fun, but you get to interact with everybody and learn who they are just by their comments. Yeah. And we got some pretty awesome people in our comments. Well, our, our Madhouse crew rocks. I don't think there's another crew like the Madhouse crew. No, there isn't. <laughs> there know. is not. You got uh, Big Bones, Boneheads. No, we got the Madhouse crew. We got crew the Madhouse. There. Ain't nothing like the Madhouse crew. But I think really that behind the mic. What makes me feel alive is waking up Monday through Friday and coming in this studio. That's what, and then Saturdays and Sundays are like Debbie freaking downers because I'm not in the studio. <laughs> Unless you're begging to ride on the back of a bike, which by the way, I think I'm taking the road King this weekend. So you're going to be on the back of that. Dick. How, you know what it is? Once you give a woman a throne on the back of the bike, we don't want nothing else. You don't want nothing else. Even no. though you mm -hmm. want to take your bike out, ride and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. They think they can control it, but that ain't going to happen. I'm thinking about taking out the road king. Uh-huh. Uh, you will never feel more alive than you will on an abandoned highway at 3 a.m. at 170 miles an hour. You got that right. I think that's when I love riding the most is when it's empty. That's why I like those country roads. That's why we, we like riding out here because yeah, you got the country roads. Nobody's around. Not and, a lot of cars. And then you always do find out, you know, end up behind the one asshole. That's oh, my road. God. It's <laughs> 55 mile and they're going 30. It's like you son of a bitch. And of course, it's the no passing zone. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. It's just that one guy. The only thing I don't like about the open roads in the country is you got to watch out for the damn deers. Yeah, that's the downfall. In the daytime, not so much. It's the uh, when that sun starts setting, then you got to worry out here. Other than that, it's a good ride. So one question would lead to another question. I mean, a lot of these questions would open up a bigger topic of conversation. You know? And I would hope when you ask these questions that the person you're asking them to uh, ask them in return. Well, and they'd be like, well, what about you? What would you do? <laughs> Because you don't want it a one-sided conversation. Yeah, if it's a one-sided conversation when you go out on your first date or meet somebody, I have no interest in them. They're not interesting people. Mm -mm. I don't like not being around interesting people. No, it gets kind of boring. Gotta have interest. And you could tell that around my bluntness if I like somebody or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If I like you, you'll know. If I tell you to go fuck off, you're <laughs> stupid. That means I don't like you. I mean, uh, let's see. Another good question you can ask is, what is your biggest fear? Hollywood would be snakes. No, I would have to say that. <laughs> Shut uh, up. You hate snakes. My wife or kids dying before me. I want to be the first to go out so I don't have to deal with the pain. I think that's my biggest fear. 
you know, snakes and midgets are one thing, but I'm talking about <laughs> snakes and midgets. <laughs> real things, you know, it would be, you know, a loved one passing away before you. I think that's why a lot with the older people that have been together a long time, one dies, the other one dies right afterwards, usually. Yeah. Because and, of the pain. And, and, and they, and, you know, it is actually a truthful thing that they do die of a broken heart. Yeah, I do believe that. It's loneliness that kicks in and it takes them over. Yeah, because if you're with somebody for like 50 years, it's not like you want to go bone another broad. You know, you had to save that for earlier in the relationship <laughs> when you could get it hard. But after, you know, you go, you live with somebody for so long, you don't want nothing else to go do with anybody. I see how this happens. I do. I see how it happens. What's your biggest fear? Death. It's a part of life. Uh, it's always been my biggest fear. Always. Not waking up the next morning. You won't know. Exactly. I don't know. When you're not, talking about waking up the next not, day, I not. fear not having a midget next to me. <laughs> I do. I fear having a midget next to me. When waking, waking up and there's a midget there. The hell are you doing here, man? You freaking Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Well, you know, your birthday's coming next month. <laughs> My $5 t-shirt. That's right. I give her a big birthday bash. I get a $5 t-shirt. No, I was going to get you a midget this year. I don't want one. I'll send it back to Walmart. <laughs> you want a refund? <laughs> I want a refund. <laughs> I, I, think, I think other than just the fear of death is... Uh, Notice how, and, you know, nice and awesome I was in my answer. Her answer is, is like, go fuck yourself. I don't care if you die. I didn't say that. You don't care if I would die. I would have a party. You would. I would. I'd invite all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Hollywood. What? Yeah, my ass. Gives me a reason to party. What a bitch. I know. Bitch. Stick to my bitchiness. You're good at that one. Yes, I am. I am. And are you mad about it, bro? No, bro. Okay, bro ho. Come on, you gotta laugh, man, when you see a midget. I do. <laughs> I always have to point them out to you too. <laughs> and you're like, and I always oh. have to say something. <laughs> Loudly. Like that one in Monroe. Oh my god, did I go off? I was like, that's a fucking midget. And then all of a sudden you're like, where, where'd she go? You can't see her behind the car. <laughs> she like vanished. Hey, do you know Willy Wonka? I want his freaking autograph, man. <laughs> you give me some free chocolate. Yeah, right. <laughs> one last one. If you could do anything you wanted with unlimited money, time and resources, what would you do? I would get. A thousand acre ranch. Yeah, it's basically questioning your biggest dream. My biggest dream is to own a farm or a ranch, a ton of animals, away from everybody. On a horsey and a baby goat. And do that life. That's what I want to want to do. Or kinda, even a hundred acres. Kind of off the grid, but not really. Yeah, to enjoy <laughs> nature, to uh, find yourself... Find the true meaning of life. Have a piece of land that you can pass down to the kids, grandkids, and on and on and on. I'm not a material guy. If I was a material guy, I'd be driving around new bikes, new trucks, 
but that's just not me. I'd rather have what I got now, a 2003 Chevy, than I would a 2023 Chevy. And did you know, asking somebody what their biggest dream is, it just shows you how ambitious someone is. I could farm midgets, couldn't I, dirty knobs? Anyway, what? <laughs> you imagine, here's your, here's your Skittles. <laughs> You're a moron. You're just dirty knobs moron. brought it up, not me. Well, dirty knobs is a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> can always get a laugh from dirty what would be your uh thing my biggest dream (laughs) be debt free uh i mean i'd like a smaller house because this one's just too big i don't like stairs (laughs) yeah we got like five fucking bedrooms and we don't even use the bottom floor that's pretty fucked up (laughs) i mean we definitely need a ranch house like a one floor house would be fabulous and I'd want a couple more dogs. That ain't ever happening. Well, if we were on a farm, we could If have we were more. on the farm, man, I'd have pit bulls all over the place. If we were on a farm, I would actually like to be one of those people that could be certified to rescue pit bulls. That would be cool. Having all the kennels and all the pitties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, that's I something that's something that I would like to do. Well, Debbie, I wouldn't get a butler. But I'd get a maid with fishnets on. That way I can get a blowjob every night from her. That's be good. Go clean my house. Nope. Be here at 8 o'clock. Nope. That'd be perfect. That'd be a perfect existence at that point. <coughs> I'll be outside working with the pit bulls while you're inside with the maid. <laughs> it's fine. I guess Debbie is coming. Okay. Rock on, you know. In looking, what in what sense? Looking at Hollywood, I can understand why. <laughs> oh my God, I highly doubt that's why. <laughs> that kind of makes you dry up. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, we're gonna be going to members only here. If you're not a member, go join over on YouTube or Spotify. Yes, that helps the show out a lot. All the equipment you see comes from our members, our motorcycle madhouse uh, crew. Uh, so go over there, join it. We appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow. Rock on. We'll see members in about 10 minutes. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show.